Welcome to Bamcast Extra, episode 98. Indeed it is. It sure is. We are towards the end of Michael Baywatch. And are, are we? We're that close to the end? Yeah, we're, we are we're pretty, pretty much towards the end here. I'm Chuck. I'm Harlow. And we just watched the longest, most splodiest movie that's ever been made. Ever. It's, it's pretty long. Yeah. It's pretty splody. It is both. It is 2014's Transformers Age of Extinction. Numero quattro. The, the Transformers. The fourth of the Michael Bay Transformers films. Uh, soft reboot, even though direct continuation, mm-hmm. in that it literally jettisons every single character from the first three. All of them are gone. Yeah. Not a single well, one of them. Well, I mean, some of, the, some of the Transformers are back. Sure. Whatever. I'm talking <laughs> hu- human beings. Do the, the entire humans who did things in the first three films, not even mentioned. Gone. So, man, let's uh, let's talk about the cast of this film. Okay. Uh, stepping in in the lead role is good old Marky Mark, mm-hmm. star of The Happening. Right. <laughs> he has a daughter, mm-hmm. played by uh, Nicola Peltz. Mm-hmm. She was in Deck the Halls. Okay. <laughs> uh, our. Our f- famous actor who should not be in a Transformers movie for this one is Stanley Tucci. Mm-hmm. Famous, of course, for Space Chimps. Definitely what he's known for. <laughs> I mean, you could, you could kind of throw Kelsey Grammer in there. Could you? Well, I, no, no, I just mean like in, in terms of like probably shouldn't be in a Transformers movie, but... I, I, I think that mold was broken when he was Beast. I think sure. that just suddenly became like, okay, Kelsey Grammer can do stuff now. <laughs> well, no, I mean, like, here's the thing about Kelsey Grammer mm-hmm. is like, he comes across like a refined Shakespearean style actor, sure. but he's been known to make lots and lots and lots of shit. Yes. So he has that air of you know, Patrick Stewart style, like, yeah. I'm above this, but... It does seem like you should be above things, but... but he's kind of more like Malkovich in that, like, I need to eat too. Yeah. He likes food. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, uh, main henchman of the film, Titus Welliver, mm-hmm. he was in both Navy SEALs and Biker Boys. <laughs> wow. Twice decorated. Uh-huh. And loose connection, uh, Sophia Miles was in the Doctor Who episode, The Girl in the Fireplace. Right. She played The Girl in the Fireplace. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. Love her. So, um, yeah, those are, those are the illustrious stars of... Uh, or, or who have ties to previous films. Um, there's also um, uh, Irishman. <laughs> yes, Irishman. Jack Rayner. Yeah, okay. Lee Bing. Uh, yeah. Lee Bing. <laughs> Which sounds like leaving, but it's not. It's right. Lee Bing. Yeah. Bing um, Bing Lee, if you want to go Chinese stuff. TJ, TJ Miller is briefly in this movie. He is. Um, not not as long in this film that I thought he would be. He he right. goes out early, mm-hmm. which uh, is good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, some of the Transformers voices are the same, although now you've got John Goodman as just the chattiest. Like, they must have paid him by the word because, man, they just fill every silence with John Goodman. Hound, I believe, is who he's playing. Okay. Um, he, he's a fat Transformer with a beard <laughs> and a detachable hat. <laughs> it is, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. weird. Like the Transformers designs in this, there's no reason for the tech to have evolved because, like I said, this is a direct continuation mm-hmm. of the first three films. But somehow, 
the entire like Optimus and Bumblebee are back. The rest of them we'd never seen before. Yeah, I mean, you you basically get, briefly get to watch like Ratchet get murdered yeah. in the beginning because this is in post you know Chicago breakdown from the um, Revenge of the Fallen. Was that Dark of the Moon? Dark of the Moon. I always get the two confused. Mm-hmm. Like title wise, not I know. Qual- not quality no, wise. No, they are widely <laughs> different in quality. But, but yeah, it's like it's post Chicago and and the some people in the CIA mostly like. Kelsey Grammer and the Stanley Tucci is like this Steve Jobs wannabe dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're basically just like, yeah, fuck all Transformers. Like, yep. let's just let's just murder them all. So we have this uh, special forces thing called Grave. What was it? Cemetery, Cemetery Wind. Wind. <laughs> that is led by Titus Welliver. <laughs> and he's going around and basically like capturing slash murdering the Transformers. Right. With the help of this other alien transformer bounty hunter dude yes. named lockdown lockdown i don't really know the it doesn't make a lot of sense in the overall scheme of things they but don't explain any of this maybe this is going to come back around again and make some sense by the ne- in the next one but they're the whole time i was thinking oh the next one's called the last night that must help explain all of this nonsense because yeah. Because they call this guy in, and it's like he works for the creators of the Transformers originally. Yeah. So he wants we're, we're not going to try to like go scene by scene because no. it's impossible, and it's also we'd be here forever. Yes. But, but, but essentially, <laughs> there's flashback scene to like the actual dinosaur times mm-hmm. where these ships landed, dropped some weird bomb type things that we later they're later called the seed the seed, which set the ground so that transformers could be made it turns organic matter into transformium as we later call it sure but it just turns it into the metal that makes up transformers okay so they were basically terraforming yeah so like they did that on earth a little bit or uh, apparently they did it on billions of planets right but yeah that's where we got transformers and cybertron and all that bullshit but don't worry about that because there's this guy that's hunting them down and Mm -hmm. for the creators he wants them back especially optimus who is a knight sure but whatever the fuck that means this movie doesn't bother telling us no even though there's plenty of time for this movie to tell us because it is two hours and 45 minutes long Mm -hmm. um i had the thought about halfway through this movie that this should have been a two-part movie okay like from the from the end of like the the highway battle where they get scooped up and taken up on the ship mm-hmm. and Marky Mark looks up and is like, oh no, my daughter. Like that should have been the end of Transformers Age of Extinction part one. Mm-hmm. And then part two picks up after that. Because that is a clear line of demarcation in this movie of I think I knew what was happening. And then so we did what we usually do, which is like after an hour, we're fucking exhausted mm-hmm. and we pause it and we're like, oh my God, it's only been an hour. So it's right at that point that Stanley Tucci shows up, and it's right at that point that the movie just starts pelting you with information where it's just like, the first hour of this movie is kind of this leisurely paced, it takes place in rural Texas, it's Mm -hmm. it's very different than all the other Transformers movies, and that was refreshing to me because it seemed so different. Right. It was almost like a hard reboot of the Transformers franchise because, like, we don't know any of these people, they find... uh, busted ass Optimus Prime mm-hmm. and they have to figure out what his deal is. We don't even find out like why he was in this abandoned movie theater, any of that stuff, but it's intriguing enough to make the first hour seem like, well, this is, di- they're going for something different. Yeah. Marky Mark plays this weird, like inventor slash scrapper slash repairer. 
slash hoarder. Yeah. He's just like, oh, that's a broken disc man. I can fix that and sell it on eBay. It's that it's that mentality that I used to have of just finding shit at the Goodwill. Like, oh, I can I can polish this and put it on eBay for $5. It's like, nope. <laughs> this yeah. is never going to happen. So, yeah, he has a um he has the hot daughter. He he's, his wife is dead mm-hmm. somehow. Um CJ Miller's kind of his partner slash guy who orders around. Yeah. But so they're just like going around and scrapping things and, you know, almost getting repossessed by the bank and all that kind of Michael Bay humor thing. Mm-hmm. Their house is up being repossessed. And it's, and it's the same kind of thing as, you know, usual where it's like the daughter. He's like, I got to take care of you. And then she's like, I'm the one actually taking care of you because you're a fucking man child. And, you know, <laughs> he's like, but I taught you how to fringe braid your hair. Huh? What about that? Fucking Marky Mark. I taught you how to weld and, you know. <laughs> Do coding and French braid your hair and, you know, field strip a firearm. I don't know. What eight tracks are. <laughs> I taught you all the essentials. Yeah. A Marky Mark. But yeah, so yeah, they find a transformer. They do. And um, yeah, he kind of gets Prime back to working enough, but the government is like, hey, we found Optimus Prime. He's at this place. So, you know, they. Well, because they... TJ Miller fucking turns him in. Right. Because yeah. like, they call the because there are billboards and everything like if you see aliens you call this number. Which by the way, so you know, <laughs> going back to our Michael Bay music video thing, mm-hmm. what, um, who was it? Um, slaughter, maybe was it Slaughter? Might have been. Somebody had the I you think know it was Slaughter the space for rent on the drum on the on the you know kick drum thing, yeah. um, and it was a real phone number. Mm-hmm. And there's a real phone number. It's like, hey, have you seen aliens? You know, I remember Chicago? Calls, yeah, call this number. Don't call that one because it's, it's not what you think it is. It's. Uh, like, I think if we had kept going in the menu, we would have gotten to something. You think? Yeah, because there was no, there was never any branding on it. It was no. just, it was just call recording bullshit that just kept happening. And right. just like, hey, do you like car insurance? Yeah. Well, car insurance keep, is important. Keep pushing the, you know, the ARG game buttons until you get to the Optimus message. Like just, calling all Autobots. Probably it was just like, listen, you're entrusted with this secret message of go see Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> Which you would have had to have done. <laughs> Drink Ovaltine? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, like the government shows up and see the the thing is, is that Kelsey Grammer and Cemetery Wind are affiliated with this lockdown bounty hunter robot mm-hmm. uh, who is also a Lamborghini. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like the government was supposed to be hunting down Decepticons and destroying them. But what they're actually doing is is hunting them all down. Right. Um, and, so they're and they're basically taking their scrap to Stanley Tucci. Yeah. So that he can extract the transformium and make more tech. Right. And make like, you know. Because they are making their own transformers now. Yeah, but they're supposed to be like, you know, we tell them what to do. And because, you know, the average consumer needs a car that can transform into a murder bot. You know, that seems like a good plan. Yeah, because they're basically like, we scanned Bumblebee and turned him into Scourge or Scoundrel or whatever the fuck. Sure. Something that doesn't have a voice listing because it never speaks. But it's. It's not like it, it, it's not Bumblebee at all. It it kind of sort of looks like him when it's transformed, but it's like a it's a Bugatti Yeah, <laughs> that weird thing. I don't, I'm not going to try to say. So what was the the little red car from G1, the toy line anyway, that was basically Bumblebee and they kept fucking it up and that might have been they might have st- I, stolen I thought that. it was Stinger? like a, I think it's Stinger. maybe I thought it was like a, a, a just a reference to that. Maybe. But. The, one of the weird things this movie does is they they have built this this rivalry between these two. Like Bumblebee is fucking furious about this, as he should be. Um, 
to you would think like, man, they are just going to have a kick ass fight at the end of this. And like their thing kind of just happens amongst all the other chaos that's happening. It's like mm-hmm. you you set the ground, you stage the scene of you've got a direct reason why two of these things absolutely want to kill each other and you didn't do anything with it. Yeah. Um, but there's just so much going on in this movie. Yeah. But that's that's the basic idea. So like the second the government shows up, it's like, hey, go on the run with Optimus Prime until you can reunite with the other Autobots that are left, which isn't many. Yeah, and it's, um, but it's, then we get them. You know, before he even meets them, we like we see, like we said, we see the weird John Goodman fat soldier robot who's basically. I mean, it's basically like they made Walter Bot because you know he's just yeah, like he's got dog tags and a beard and you know is yelling a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah, then there's Bumblebee. Then they've made. Ken Watanabe is, for some reason, a uh, samurai bot. I don't know. Again, I don't know why. Like, why would you have... Why would it transform and have, like, a samurai hat? (laughs) I I just... Like, I don't know why. Like... And then there's another dude that's just like uh, somebody. That's he is yes crosshairs. Is that somebody? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. (laughs) Well, it's like, but he's got like anime uh, flowy jacket bits of him. It's weird. Like, there's just why would these robots like what purpose would it serve for him to have like flappy jacket things? Sort of. I don't know. I think that one is crosshairs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Yeah. But yeah. The samurai um, one is named Drift. Right. Because, of course. <laughs> Tokyo. Uh-huh. Get it? I do. Yeah. Um, but, okay, but yes. so... For as long as this movie is, it it cuts so many corners that it's frustrating. They, they spend so much time in this first hour of just kind of establishing Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're basically like, I, you know, we can we can barely get Optimus Prime up and running again, but he's just a pile of junk at this point. And somewhat there's some lie. Maybe Optimus says is like the only people who can fix me are the other Autobots. Mm-hmm. But then when they're on the run, he just scans another truck and just becomes super Optimus Prime. And it's just like everything's fine again. And I've got a cool new design. Although the the design of this Optimus Prime is fucking garbage. Like they've just made him like swole, <laughs> like <laughs> like when he's a robot, he's just mad. He's just bruh, you know. It's just like <laughs> I, I will say before the movie just totally goes nuts and goes to Chicago and Hong Kong and all these places. Uh, we take a, a a hard tour through Michael Bay music video world. They even hide out in the abandoned desert gas station for a while, which is literally filled with all props from. Every Michael, it's like Christmas lights everywhere and mm-hmm. just acoustic guitars and just everyone's hot and sweaty and probably would fuck if some of them weren't related. And man, it is just Michael Bay is just like, man, what are we going to do for the scene? I don't know. Build me an abandoned gas station. <laughs> Let's go there. Yeah. It's so weird. But yes, there, there, there is on the run bit, which, you know, mm-hmm. is like them stealing supplies. The only thing notable, I think, in this is there is one point where they send you know lucky charms the the irish boyfriend and and the daughter off to go get stuff and i just love that there's a line that he comes back like they've stolen like protein powder like and other uh, yeah other random things and then he's just got like a big old bottle of scope and marky mark's like you stole mouthwash why'd you steal mouthwash and he goes like i like to be fresh when i make out with your daughter <laughs> <laughs> and Marky Mark just picks up the scope and flings it across the abandoned church or whatever they're in. But there's also there's another part where he literally just looks at this dude. He's like, I'm literally I'm literally going to murder you. Yes. <laughs> I about blacked out laughing from that when it happened. He's 
<laughs> but they do this whole thing like they sneak into Stanley Tucci's KSI, you know, place. They get in real easy. Like the, super easy. Marky Mark somehow produces glasses and a lab coat and everyone's like, yeah, Marky Mark should be here. <laughs> but they do this whole thing. In like supermodel lab. Like they, they use this little drone thing that they got and they scan someone's ID badge and then Bumblebee like laser prints them a, a ID badge of their own. But it's technically like the same ID badge behind right. the scenes. So that's how they eventually get caught is like two people are scanning the same badge yeah. at two different places. But they get all the way in. They get all the information. Uh, Sophia Miles is like the most useless character in this because like they so useless she is not even in the finale right like she was in the finale at one point like they do this whole thing like there's a whole cold open thing where she's in the arctic and they find a fucking giant dinobot basically Mm -hmm. Mm because spoilers there's dinobots in this one and then they're like hey we unearthed this in the ice and she's like oh my god get this back and then she meets with stanley tucci and it's just like i'm your field lady i don't know exactly what my job is and then she's around for a bit of the chaos and then just fucks off for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Like, I don't know what happened to her. Like, like she comes back at a certain point and I'm just like, oh, she's still here. And then, like, when the finale happens, like, when, you know, Optimus gives his speech, it's just like, where is she? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see her die. I mean, she should have died because billions of people just died. Yeah. But, but there's, there's, the, there's all the stuff in Texas, basically, mm-hmm. you know, and running away. And then they're like, well, we got to go figure out what's going on. KSI is involved. Sneak in there. So they do that. And then there is an exchange, basically, where they, the um, lockdown robot kidnaps Optimus Prime. They have, like, there's a whole big battle on the road where, like, you know, after they break out of the KSI, like, the, you know, the evil, they send out the evil robots because. Yeah, and don't forget, they they have, they have rebuilt Megatron mm -hmm. into Galvatron. Yes. Stanley Tucci, in his hubris, has decided he can make a nice robot, but it keeps coming out evil looking and they're yeah. like why is it doing that like he, he is a like he's a white truck like almost like ultra magnus style yeah. optimus prime but like when he transforms he's straight up megatron mm-hmm. and he's just like why does he keep turning out like this he's supposed to be based on optimus prime you know happy friendly everyone will like him yeah and they're like i don't we don't know yeah um so they're like well we you know this that's kind of weird but i don't know send out the murder bots anyway mm-hmm. so of course the murder bots go out and start murdering innocent people and they're like what no <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then Optimus gets like a missile shot in the chest, which sort of takes him down. Because like Optimus is like constantly almost dying in this movie. Yeah, uh, he he gets stabbed through the heart a lot. Yeah, <laughs> but like he's down. The um the daughter's in like hiding in this truck, and then the lockdown character comes in and just like throws a net and starts sucking them both up. And then so it becomes oh shit, Optimus and my daughter are on the alien spaceship. We've got to get in the alien spaceship. So. Once again, they decide to fuck up Chicago massively again, because then it's like them going to rescue them out of the spaceship, Mm -hmm. which they steal a dropship. In the meantime, all of this crazy thing happened. It was like, well, we got Optimus Prime. The deal was, you know, you get me him. I give you one of these seed things. So Titus Welliver and Kelsey Grammer and Stanley Tucci have this thing now. Yep. They don't really know what it is. They do. They do kind of. No, they know what it should do. Like it's just they're not planning on Galvatron. Right. Going nuts and saying that thing's mine. Give it to me. Yeah. Because they're like they were going to go out in the middle of some desert, set this thing off, make a bunch of transformium (laughs) and then have be set for the next hundred years. Yes. Um, not murder anybody, you no. know, or anything really. I guess they would have to murder like desert creatures or something because if it's only organic life, I, I don't know. Silicons. Anyway, organic. but yeah, then they're like, all right, well, we rescued you off the spaceship. We blew up some more Chicago. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm skipping over like 
sure. This is long periods of time, long yes. swaths of the movie, yeah. but there, there's crazy stuff happening. Like there's there's some like they've anchored themselves to like the not the Sears Tower, but the Willis Tower, you yeah. know, and stuff. And there's a whole scene where they're like trying to climb down the cables. Lockdown has Robo Lobos. I mean, he has like. <laughs> Like robot wolves, basically with real hair. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, but like he sends them out after them, and like I said, it's an it's a crazy long extended sequence where on the, they're on this ship. Mm-hmm. If this ship means something from old Transformers mythology, I don't know it. You know, this, I almost feel like we need Mackie here for some of this knowledge. But no, they get into a room where there's just fucking Excalibur in a thing, and like they touch it, and it opens up a, a Transformers weapons locker mm-hmm. to which marky mark's like sweet weapons and they take like laser swords or something to which marky mark carries around this laser sword for the rest of the movie to the point where he is built a little like he's made a little thing that he can carry it on his back with yes yeah, um, they call that a sheath okay it's <laughs> I, it's just so strange it is yes but they get out of there and mm-hmm. then they're like oh shit uh well stanley tucci's like when all this stuff is going down in chicago he's like Give me, uh, you know, we're going to our, our secondary lab in Beijing, load up all the things. Yep. So then they're like... It's too hot here yeah. in Chicago. We've blown up the city twice in yeah. two years. So, you know, they're going to Beijing now, which is basically like the second half of the movie is pretty much entirely in China, mm-hmm. which is just to make it make more money over there, basically. But at some point, they go from China to Hong Kong, and it's like... Well, no, it's, it's still part of China well, now. It, now. It, now it is, but I mean, like, techni- it's not technically not it's a different location yeah no i mean you're saying they they, they jump from beijing to hong kong at yeah. some point i i was i was confused by that too because i thought all this was happening in beijing yeah because like an hour later they put the subtitle back up that here's what's happening yeah. in beijing i'm like wait what w- weren't we there i thought yeah. that's where we were but no yes but still china both yeah, of them right. but anyway um now optimus throughout all this has been just like man fuck this planet mm-hmm like, I'm going to find the guy who did this to us, and I'm going to murder him. Yeah. And Marky Mark's like, what? That's cr- You, you got to help. You're Optimus Prime. And he's just like, no, I'm going to murder the man who did this, and then we're leaving. What? No. <laughs> I'm not going to kill you. And Marky Mark's like, okay, I'll come along with you and, and help. But this, come on, you're Optimus Prime. You should help us out. He's like, no, must murder. Don't you have, like, a prime directive <laughs> or something? <laughs> no. I'm tired of your shit. <laughs> I will fuck all of you up. I mean, come on, come on. <laughs> Feel it. Feel it. But, yeah. Oh, but yes. Man. So they go to China and, and, and satiate that market so that this movie can make a billion dollars over there, too. But and Mark, Marky Mark and gang and the Funky Bunch have broken into <laughs> a train yard that seems like an abandoned train yard, but they find the most plush stocked with fresh fruit train and just chill out on that for a while. And then somehow Marky Mark is able to direct call Stanley Tucci and just say, we're both inventors, you and me. You got to feel like human stuff. Yeah, you're being played. <laughs> and this- Galvatron's actually alive and, <laughs> and he's taking over your, your machinery and stuff and he's going to use the seed to kill people. You know, it's true. Look it into your heart and stuff. Yeah. And so this starts this Stanley Tucci face turn of just like, yeah, I don't know, guys. I don't know if I want to do evil with you. And like right as he's starting to tell Kelsey Grammer and, and Titus Welliver that he's not going to do their evil shit is when Galvatron just wakes up in the Chinese lab and is just like, rah, fuck all this. Mm-hmm. Give me my seed. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then he says that 900 more times. He does. <laughs> and, and their directive is to set this thing off in the most populated city. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's more. There are more populated. Organic, c- well, there's more organic matter here. 
There, there is. So, but Tokyo, Tokyo would yeah. be where you, this should be taking place. But, but I guess they don't have the movie market that China does. No, China, you gotta advertise to where all your money's made. I know. I'm just saying, Tokyo is the most populated city on earth. And right it's now. really funny how much like Chinese product placement is in this. But like, I don't. You know, obviously, don't recognize any. Like, I'm sure there are Chinese pop stars. Oh, I think the guy and, in the car was somebody. Because, yeah. like, all right, so yeah, so like, like I said, prepare for the rest of this to take place in Beijing slash Hong Kong because mm-hmm. they will flip back and forth. But I don't know where they. Are. I guess the lab was in Beijing, but they're going to fuck up Hong Kong because right. I don't know. It's incomprehensible at this point. This is where we just kind of started checking out, like. There's I have a lot no, of stuff happening. I, I have no idea what's happening here. Like they're they're blowing shit up, and then like Galvatron's fighting people, and they're like, "Hey, there's not very many of us." And, and Prime and the Samurai Bot and the the one with the anime jacket fuck off to the hills for some reason and leave John Goodman Bot and Bumblebee behind yeah. with the humans to protect them. And then they're like, "Yeah, there's a fuckload of these, you know, built now Decepticon things led by Galvatron. We're we're about to die." Prime Prime goes out somehow uses the sword thing that he got because like they broke off part of the ship i guess i think that the, like the ship where they were cat like where they were gonna they actually like that big ship captured a smaller ship which yeah. is what had the the, the swords and yeah because that's it. how they got away yeah because they got away and like they still had this thing but then he's just like i've got the sword well he pulls the sword out of he pulls out excalibur yeah, basically. basically he says i am a knight you will do my bidding and yeah. he unle- he opens up all these cages. Yeah, and so the, it's the Dinobots, basically. Yes. And then they fight they, for... They are never called that. No, they, <laughs> they fight for a second, and he's just like, no, you will you, you will submit to me, and we will fight them together, and we will fight the oppressors. And Yeah, so basically, he fights with what is Grimlock, Grimlock basically. basically, although, again, no names are ever used. And so Grimlock is like three times the size of Optimus Prime and could just murder him, mm-hmm. but... Optimus just beats him senseless for a while, and then he's like, I'm going to ride this pony. And he fucking wow. rides... Wow. Wow. <laughs> he just rides Grimlock the rest of the movie using his Excalibur sword as a whip. <laughs> it's a genuine Dinobot. <laughs> it's... Like, by the time the Dinobots show up, you're just like, okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, why not? Fine. Let's it... all ride a Dinobot because, like, they all get to, they get to ride the Tricera Bot, um, mm-hmm. the what a, a, a Grimlock, obviously, and then yeah. whatever the fuck the other was, and there's, then there's just a pterodactyl one, is, a two-headed yeah. pterodactyl one too. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they have names, and somebody right now is getting. They angry, do, and but... I used to know them. Sure, but yeah, yeah. it probably is Tricera Bot or something. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um. But yeah, they all ride back into town like the cavalry swoop. and swoop. That's the two-headed pterodactyl. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, they they fuck some more shit up with the help of the Dinobots. Galvatron basically, you know, like Galvatron is just like as per usual. Megatron is just off, not involved in the fucking battle. Nope. And then at some point when they start losing, he's just like, "I'll be back yep. next time." Just he's just hanging out on a mountain, just like, "Well, yeah. check that shit out." Anyway, yeah, I so, gotta so, go. So there's like no. <laughs> You know, confrontation there between Prime and Galvatron. I guess that's happening. Maybe next movie. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, they fuck up most of the Decepticons. Stanley Tucci's a good guy now. They have the seed. They're running away with him. It's beeping, so they're like, "Oh no, does that mean it's about to go off, or is it tracking us?" I don't, I don't know. It never really comes up. Never really means anything. Yeah. 
No, this is this is just Sophia Miles shows up again for some does, reason. But um, where she departs this film, I don't know. And also, Lee Bing Bing is like, there's a whole extended sequence where she's like saving him. And there's a motorcycle, and then some kung fuing, and then random doing the elevator. Which <laughs> I I think I should know who that is. Like I feel like it's a guy that I should know. I was just pleased that that happened. Yeah, because that dude was just sitting there listening to all this nonsense that Stanley Tucci is spouting, yeah. and then like as a fight is happening, he's just like, "Well, finally, I'm like get in on she, this. Gets, she gets hit or thrown into something. He's like, all right, fuck this, and yeah. just fucks this dude up real fast.' Yeah, but yeah, there it's a whole long extended sequence of them running around. I guess Hong Kong. We thought it was Beijing. I don't yeah, know where. It, yeah. where the fuck they it, are. It's Hong Kong. Um. So Kelsey Grammer and Titus Welliver are also here, mm-hmm. and Titus Welliver is basically like, "I want to get paid," and Kelsey Grammer's like, "You're not going to get paid, but at least we get to murder them all. So let's go do that." So Titus Welliver just turns into a T1000 mm-hmm. and is stalking Marky Mark the whole time. And man, so <laughs> so they have an extended sequence where they're like running along the top, the rooftop of this like you know basically slum building, mm-hmm. and that's crazy. It is, but. We didn't set it up earlier, but there is literally Chekhov's football because when they're when uh, Marky Mark and TJ Miller are going through this abandoned theater, like, man, think of all, remember all the good times we had in this place. Yep. And then like he just there's a football sitting on the seat and he beans it at, at TJ Miller, which just conks him against the head, like almost knocks him out. Yeah. And then, so yes, when... So Marky Mark has football skills. And Marky Mark, by the way, is in pain and gain mode in this movie. Like, he has been bulking up. Mm-hmm. Like, he's his fucking guns are just like... They've put him in a t-shirt that's two sizes too small. He's just like, I'm an inventor, and I got guns. <laughs> Check out my <laughs> muscle. It's like, there's no reason for him to look like this, but whatever. Um, but yeah, so man, so they fight through like this apartment slash store that they're in, and <laughs> they're just beating the fuck out of each other, and Titus Welliver is standing over by a window, and Marky Mark is over by a shelf, and there's a picture of <laughs> a Hong Kong citizen with a football, and next to that is a football, which mm-hmm. Marky Mark is like, oh yeah, I saw the first hour of this movie 12 hours ago. Uh, <laughs> so he just fucking chucks this football at Titus Welliver. Now, it doesn't do what I thought it was going to do, which was launch him out the window. Yeah, it, it probably should have been like the rocket launcher and kick-ass <laughs> just actually propelled him out the window. But it disorients him enough to where Marky Mark just runs over and pushes him out the window. Mm-hmm. And he stands there and watches him fall like five stories to his death and doesn't say anything. Yeah. God damn it. But still, it's it's... I'm still not sure if I think it's the best or the worst thing. I've Should have looked at it and been like six stories, six points, touchdown. When he hits the you know crashes into a car, that would have been pretty good. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, so he's dead. Um, and then so like towards the end, it's it's Optimus versus the bounty hunter robot, mm-hmm. and at one point, like Marky Mark's just hiding there, like I'm gonna use my laser sword and help Optimus, and then Kelsey Grammer shows up and is like. Well, funny meeting you here. Time to kill you. And Optimus is just like, oh, hey, blam, and fucking murders Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> it's just, he just takes a pause in his fight to go, I, you know, he doesn't say it, but he was right. just like, you know, told you I'd kill you, blam. <laughs> yeah. And murders. Then, murders Kelsey Grammer. Just, just flat out fucking murders him. Yep. He promised he would, and he does. But this allows Lockdown to basically stab him in the heart with yeah, his own sword. Yeah, he gets the sword, but and then... You know, Marky Mark shooting at him with the sword. Everybody else shows up that was supposed to run away. 
Irish man who is also some rally sport driver guy has got this like take this tow truck and this cable and we'll just tie it and we'll drive in circles and we'll cut his legs out from under him and then we'll tie it to the sword and pull it out and do all sorts of whatever who how were you doing this I don't know but they managed to yank the sword out of him to which Optimus is just like yoink and grabs it out of the air and then just fucking stabs lockdown in the heart and just pulls it up and slices his head in half. Mm-hmm. Murder Optimus is just the best. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Bumblebee helped too. Yeah, because the, uh, there was some implication where there there was a conversation where Marky Mark and Optimus Prime, two things I'd never thought I'd say together, are <laughs> like are are talking, and he's just like, "Yeah, I don't know about my daughter, man. It's like I tell her to do things and she doesn't do them." And Optimus is like, "Yes, I had the same problem with Bumblebee." Yeah, and it's like. Are you Bumblebee's dad? Yeah, it, it went by for like five seconds. I went, yeah, I get it. Bumblebee's a, a child. And I'm like, wait, hold on. Because <laughs> this was like in regard to his daughter making out with him. <laughs> Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like, wait, who was Bumblebee making out with? <laughs> like, what? what? <laughs> Haley Steinfeld, maybe? <laughs> maybe that's what we're going to find out later. So. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Megatron or Galvatron fucks off and he's just like, I'll get you gadget next time. And Mm -hmm. then Optimus does another one of his speeches where he's just like, I can't stay here. Someone's coming for me. I'm going to just launch myself into space. I'm going to take this seed and and go up into space where it it can't hurt anyone. And he's just like, "Uh, listen up, creators, whoever made me, I'm coming for you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Blah, Transformers, Imagine Dragons. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, we skipped a lot. Uh, yeah, but it, we would be here longer. Oh, yeah, than T.J. F- Miller gets murdered. We didn't mention that. Yeah, he he got murdered in in like uh, early on, like before they even left Texas. He got incinerated because like in lock- place because like lockdown came at one point mm-hmm. and was trying to murder them in Texas, and he has this weird like napalm bomb thing yeah. that he throws, and I mean it's weird because I think it's like I think it's like a mini version of the seed. Because Maybe, yeah. it was like he throws it on the ground and it kind of does the same sort of explodey thing on the ground that the the beginning thing did with the dinosaurs. Yep. Um, but yeah, it like metallicizes T.J. Miller in place, and then they they linger on it. They for a while. linger on his murder corpse for a long time, which now is quite satisfying. Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're sad for him for about half a second, and then they move on. Yeah, the girl especially is just like, but he and, and Marky Mark is like, don't think about him again. And then the movie doesn't think about him again. Nope. Gone. Uh, Thomas Lennon is in this for, I don't know, a nanosecond for just to be. Yeah, in he's it. like the White House chief of staff yeah. or something, you know, but yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a long movie. It's it's quite long. So you you mentioned while we were watching this and I have to agree. uh I looked, and this this dude that was the cinematographer on this did the last one, yeah, and Bad Boys Two, mm-hmm. and that's the only times he's worked with Michael Bay. Yep, this guy's good. Yeah, like for Michael Bay and him, they they make a good combination. Yeah, like this movie, for as crazy and nonsensical as it is, looks outstanding. It is an amazing looking. Also, film. I think it helps because I feel like they finally got the CG um, tamed. You know, like because I feel like before, I mean. Granted, the designs are still kind of stupid. Like, there's still, like, unnecessary shit on Transformers that doesn't make any sense. Right. But, like, the shiny now works. Like, it's not like they're just, like, this early, you know, non-texture mapped, like, everything shiny thing where it made everything look super fake. Yeah. Like, they they blend with the real world really well in this movie. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Um, it's still stupid that you have a, a, a John Goodman robot with a beard and ch- chomping on a chomping. Oh, like, all right, all right, chomping on a cigar that's not really a cigar because it's actually like a bullet casing that at one point in time he actually uses in a desperate like he's like I'm out of ammo and he's like oh wait and then goes. And spits the cigar at someone that then ignites and blows them up. Well, no, what he does is he spits it out of his mouth to where it rotates 180 degrees, lands back in his mouth. It was actually a bullet, Mm -hmm. and he chomps on it, and then the projectile goes up and shoots the thing. Right, yeah. That's that's pretty good for a minor detail on this dumbass robot. But he does also take off his helmet that doesn't make any sense that he would have a detachable part and throws it at somebody. Yes, he does. And murders that robot with it. Yeah. He also has dog tags dangling. Mm-hmm. Which, he, which know, is a Michael Bay trope. Yeah, he never dropped them on the ground to say, like, I'm I'm done or... Yeah, no. I'm not really sure what the Michael Bay dropping the dog tags thing is. Like, I don't know. You know, but... I also don't know why an alien robot would have dog tags. Right. I mean, like, we... What service were you in? <laughs> I, don't know. I mean, thank you for your service. Yeah. But... It's the robot troops. Yeah. yeah. Do it for the robot troops. Speaking of this movie, again, America is fuck. There, every building has an American flag on it. I guess we are still, don't forget, Chicago mode in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, although Chicago seems to have recovered just fine. It does. Like, until, everything until has been did, rebuilt. Until we did it again. Until they were just like, well, fuck you again. <laughs> I love that that's the midsection of the movie. Like, blowing up Chicago is the middle act of just like, eh, well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all have seen this, right? <laughs> Here it is. Hey, we had these models, so we might as well blow them up again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Marky Mark is real good in this. Like, he fits this better than Shia LaBeouf did. Oh, yeah, completely. Yeah. Even though he also has no business tagging along with these things, it's just like they should really just be like, thank you for recharging my battery. I must go, you know, see you. Um, Stanley Tucci is amazing in this. Like, he's having such a good time. And I just, I appreciate how many of these acclaimed actors have had such a good time making these. Like, just not giving a shit about how they might look. Because Stanley Tucci... like. You could look at Stanley Tucci in this and go, oh, man, I feel so bad for him. But don't. He appears to be having a fantastic time. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure he bought at least five boats with the money he got paid to make this movie. So do not feel bad for Stanley Tucci. By the way, the dude in the elevator, Mm -hmm. he's an actual real life boxer. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. That's why he came out and just like, yeah, that does make sense. Beat the fuck out of that dude. Yeah. All right. Let's rate this thing. All right, I guess we're, I guess we're done. Spent the entire day transforming. <laughs> yeah, but I just feel like we uh, we need to talk about it. Do we? No. Not really. <laughs> I, don't know. I I'm just, I was trying to look up who the guy in the car was because like they do this whole thing like a uh, lockdown's ship has a magnet thing, so they're like picking shit up and then dropping it back down on the ground, mm-hmm. which I like that Lucky Charms Irish dude is like. Hey, they got a magnet. They're they're sucking things in it, or like, or no. He just goes like, they have a magnet, and Marky Mark's like, yeah, it's attracting things and then dropping it back down. It's like, thanks, Doctor Marky Mark. Uh huh. I guess it'd be Doctor Mark. Mark Mark is his first name, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Um. This this was like so the dude who did the cin- cinematography for the cinematography for this also did Man of Steel. So this is right around the age of. Okay, the worst thing that could possibly happen in a metro situation is somebody sucking up all of the big, shiny, dangerous projectiles and then slamming them back down to the ground. Because this happened 
throughout several movies throughout this time of just like, well, this is the worst that can happen is just we pick shit up and throw it down on the ground. That's so. Yeah, yeah, I guess, you know, whoever wrote the program for that tech was just like. But it's it's done pretty good here. Like when they're picking up that bus and like people are jumping out of it. I mean, like it's it's all pretty good. Yeah, No, it looks good. And there, there are there are dumb action things throughout this that are good. It's just. I'm trying to think of how to say this, like. Sometimes Michael Bay works for action movies because sometimes you want somebody looking at that like thousand yard view. Mm-hmm. What I think Michael Bay doesn't do well is personal action. Like he's good at like the chaos and stuff, but as we were saying, he doesn't understand that like you need to have like a cool epic battle between like two combatants who deserve to fight each other. And he even fucked it up in the first movie where it's like, oh, yeah, I guess we got to include the, you know, trans or, or Optimus versus Megatron big battle. And there's just there's no gravitas to it. Yeah. You know, and it, and they're you're they're copying lines from the old one. It's just like on the one on one scale, he fails at this constantly. But like there is cool set piece after cool set piece. It's just there's just too much in this movie. Like your your brain just gets exhausted trying to watch it. But there is a point where. They're flying at, 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 oh, they they have this, like, they've stolen this little, like, hover bike thing, Mm -hmm. and and Bumblebee does this move where, like, he literally, like, takes a grappling hook, grabs a boat that's in the water, (laughs) and, like, whips it around and, and... kills this pursuing other hover bike thing with this boat yep so there's there's cool shit like that like Mm -hmm. happening throughout this movie it's just it is so densely packed that it's like your brain just gets tired of trying to make sense of it all it's an assault yeah it's exhausting um so here's what i have wrestled with as i've tried to come up with a rating for this okay um it is it is jam-packed with things we like and it is technically a well-made motion picture in in terms of just size and scope and, you know, blending of CG with real stuff. And just, just you know, I mean, the football thing is is the dumbest thing, but is also, come on, if that was in like a B-tier movie, we would be losing our goddamn minds over it. It would be the best. Mm-hmm. So this movie is jam-packed with a bunch of stuff we like the thing about it is that you are just i feel like i have been in a prize fight i feel exhausted i i feel like i i can't put word to movie i it's it's difficult to walk away from it and go man that was awesome instead of just like well that was something Mm -hmm. um so i'm going to give it a single jocks and I say that because I think if you go into this and you take breaks and come back to it, like over the course of a day, you might go, okay, that that's some pretty good Transformer action craziness, and they've replaced the actors I didn't like with actors who were better, and it, it it's like a fresh reboot of a thing that's already exists, and the continuity is still kind of there, and all of that. I think there are some some weird things about it. I think that um, I I do think it's strange that the entire group from the first three films would all be completely opposed to any of these activities that are going on. And 
they're just a such a, they're a non-factor because they don't exist anymore in this world. Like they all just decided, oh well. Like yeah, they are hunting down our friends and our colleagues and things that people, you know, were they all murdered between movies? Like were they put were they sent to a black site? I mean, was it right. you know, not that I want to know or care where they went, but it just seems it just seems strange that, you know, the government was just like hunt down all the robots and all the characters who banded together in the first three films were just like I guess that's what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is fine. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 you got to take a break. Like seeing this in a theater would, would have been just an assault, just like a crime would have taken place, but I, you, you break it up and it's okay. I, I think what stands out to me as maybe the worst of it, I, I will say that they have mostly toned down just the, absolutely insulting transformer performances like yeah some of them are borderline like a couple of them are just like why are you doing this and john goodman can be a little overbearing at times but for the most part he's fine but it's just there aren't you know the the ones that you just want to murder and you're just like please don't do this that will that little wheelie smoking bot comes back from the last one or whatever um was that the one that was humping Megan Fox's leg. Or I, th- I I think so. Way back when was it? Well, on the Humpter leg, or was I, it? I, I want. I it was one of those. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's been injured, so it's got a crutch and a like a halo brace around its head. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what they were using to translate Megatron's right. brain into the new brain. Um, but I mean, he's minimalized. He's barely in the thing. It's yeah. Just like, yeah. So they they cut all that stuff way way down, and I appreciate that. I I think, uh, I I I think what. My biggest takeaway from this, aside from it being exhausting, is that you can very much tell how much of this was shot for 3D mm-hmm. because there are some very obvious 3D sequences. And in 2D, in 2D, you just look at it and go, well, that probably would have been cool in 3D, but this seems like a waste of time. Um, but yeah, I, whatever. Right. One jocks. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that. I mean, it's 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 worth watching. It looks good. It's just mindless, completely mindless. Whereas I f- it's strange because like I feel like the last one is getting so close to actually being even a good Transformers movie. Mm-hmm. Like that was the closest I think we're ever we're gonna get. Really, um, I just you're right. Um, and I, I'm not angry in the 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 stupid way of like, you know, like xenophobic thing. Like I'm angry because taking it to China like they did is so obviously pandering. Yeah. Like, I don't mind something being in China when it has a logical reason, but the, I mean, the, the quick jump to just like, well, this is going to satisfy the other half of our audience. Like, this is going to guarantee we make another $100 million or so. It's just yeah. like... I mean, you can see it with movies now, like the Pacific Rim sequel obviously wouldn't exist without the Chinese audience, and so they put right. more Chinese characters into it to appeal sure. to them, and you're like... Okay, that's fine. I get yeah, that. but I mean, like, it didn't. It didn't come across as just like, oh, well, yeah. Here's why you're, you know, just this. This was just this take I, all our shit to the China I, facility. I think the one what hurts this one so much is like you can't start a movie in in Dust Bowl, Texas, with all of the American flags, and then end up in China and just be like, ah, we're here now. Like, yeah. it, it just, I don't know. It feels like it. It just, it so grossly feels like they're trying to have both. You know, the, the movie doesn't feel like it's global. It right. feels like they're trying to tell you it's global, yeah. but it just comes across as China gives us most of our box office. Right. That, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. just, it's so 
it's so abhorrently it, it's, transparent. It's very pandering, yeah. and it's it 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 can be distracting. Although it's fine to see something else get wrecked for a change. Oh no, no. I mean, like I said, <laughs> once it's there, it's like you know, it's just like when it happened, it was like, uh, and you know, and we didn't. I mean, we've barely even mentioned it. I mean, you can go watch the uh, Arl Knotts thing on this movie too to get it, you yeah. know, in a, in a succinct version. But good. God, the product placement in this movie mm. is just—it's back. <laughs> no, it is. This is the. I, this might be the most product placementy movie I've ever seen in my life, like ever. Like I just—the most blatant, blatant in that like characters will stop to interact with them. Yes. Like, like we didn't even mention, but like in the Chicago chaos, <laughs> there is a point where a Budweiser truck gets gets Bud Light Bud Light truck gets tagged, and thousands of bottles of Bud Light and, spill and, out and over the road. And this nerdy guy gets eyes like, "You better, you better have insurance after they've just crashed a fucking spaceship." And Marky Mark, Marky Angu- Mark's not having it. <laughs> a- Marky Mark angrily grabs one of the bottles off the road, goes to his car, uses his car door as a bottle opener. It takes like one good swig and then just like throws the bottle. I'm like, what are you going to do about it? I can't get insurance on a spaceship. It's a spaceship. We yeah. just fell out of the sky. Yeah. And get my lazy sword. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I'm just saying like. It, it, yeah, there's a giant Victoria's Secret bus in the middle of Hong Kong that mm-hmm. just. I think they detonated before any of the effects actually touched it because, man, that thing just goes up. Yeah. That and the, the Oreo bot inside the in the KSI place. Like, yeah. Like, the, I mean, they, the beats pill is uh-huh. just like, yeah. And he, Stanley Tucci <laughs> has to say it. Like you like music. How about the beats pill? And it's like, yeah, well, wow, that's really dated. Cause nobody bought those then. And then nope. certainly aren't buying them now. Um, <laughs> well, because they told the audience they were made of evil robots. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> People didn't want that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I said, it's, it's funny when they get to China and start trying to do the product placement there. And I have no idea, like if it's oh, even real or not, except that like, it's all kind of worth it because Stanley Tucci ends up like after the hall, the elevator thing, he ends up like they're like, go hide on this rooftop, which is how they get up there to have that crazy yeah. thing with Titus Welliver and yeah. all that. But like he's just sitting up there and there's a fridge on this open air thing and he just reaches in, grabs this like it's a juice box type thing, but it's milk. Yeah. I mean, very clearly says like, something. you know, some some sort of milk on it. But he is just like like. Angrily, angrily slurping at it until like the spaceship flies over her head to which he just has this really good reaction shot of just like turning to look at the spaceship while keeping the juice box straw in his mouth. Well, yeah. So like he raises his head to look up at it and it slowly pulls the straw out and then he's just like spit takes the smoke everywhere. It's just like shit. (laughs) Starts running. It's it's good, bad, enjoyable, bad. Right. It's a one, one to five, five jocks. jocks. <laughs> Robot jocks. One. Yeah, one. <laughs> it's it's worth watching. I feel like th- like this is a movie, you know, we, we've said we want other movies not trimmed down that are terrible. Like, I feel like you could make an hour and a half cut of this movie and get something really good out of it. Well, like I said, I really think you could split this in half. I, I that, think... Yeah. I think especially, like there had to have been a sequence that explained the whole backstory of how Optimus ended up in that movie theater. They start to talk about it, and I was like, okay, they're going to flash back to it. They had to have shot it. It had to exist in some way. If you ha- if yeah. you add in that sequence of how did how did we get here, and then cut it right as the the girl gets scooped up by the alien spaceship, that's a two hour movie basically right there. You're good. I it just I don't know. It, it's too much. Um, God, it's too much. <laughs> it, but like we said, it's all kind of quality work. It's just too much of it. Yeah. So 
Well, if you if you want to know the answer, this movie, this movie, according to IMDb, had a two hundred ten million dollar budget. I can believe it. USA gross two hundred forty five. Mm-hmm. Worldwide gross one point one billion dollars. There it is. Yeah. So yeah, it would have barely made its money back had it just been a U.S. movie. But yeah, like when they get on the spaceship, like my eyes just kind of glazed over because oh, yeah. it just becomes. Well, you have no idea where you are. That's the geography in that spaceship sequence is awful. Every room is different. Every room is like some out of some other science fiction movie. Like there's there's an entrapment room where it's just laser guard, you know, just like laser tripwires everywhere. And then there's the Excalibur room and then there are fucking cyber wolves. And uh, it's yeah, it was at that point that I just glossed over and was just like, man, what is this movie about? And then. It seemed like that went on for 45 minutes, and then they cut back to Stanley Tucci at some point, who's like, let's go to China. And then I was like, okay, I might be back on board, because I can understand the words that he is saying and the mm-hmm. geography of what he is talking about. Right. Um, but yeah, man, it's an assault. <laughs> it's relentless. It just doesn't stop. And normally you're like, fuck yeah. Like, Mad Max Fury Road is an assault. It is relentless, but geographically you understand everything that's going on there oh yeah this is just explosions well, also, i mean <laughs> you can make a, a, i mean i've i've watched both raid movies mm-hmm. i think like the reason i think raid 2 doesn't work as as much as raid 1 is it does it tries to do too much like mm. you can have insane action and your brain can process it as long as the movie's less than an hour, like 90 minutes yeah or like relegated to one maybe two locations that you get to know like when you have these globe trotting, like this is why the Pirates of the Caribbean sequels don't work. Mm. Is the first one, it's like it's pretty much all in one town. You know, like there's like you get to know that town, you can kind of understand the basic geography in your head, and it makes sense. Then they go out, you know, doing a little bit of boating, and then like go to one, you know, treasure place, and it's like I can follow this. Yeah. All the other ones are like we're here now, we're here now, we're here now, we're here now. Where are you? I don't know, but we're here now. Right. <laughs> You know, it's just like your brain is just like trying to catch up to the last scene. And this is why movie geography is super important. Yeah. I mean, you feel like you you look at like James Bond movies and even modern day, you look at the Fast and Furious movies. Those are, are the later ones anywhere are these globe trotting movies of just like now we have to go to this place. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't feel like why are we here now? It's always just like we're going to go to three or four places in this movie. We'll tell you why. And then you'll understand when we get there mm-hmm. here. It's just like snap fingers let's go here now and it's like i mean at one point they're basically just like we have a spaceship we will fly to china let us go and it's just like all right (laughs) let us make the recoup the rest of our box office yeah maybe maybe that was just like look you got to put china in this movie (laughs) otherwise (laughs) so all right yeah that is the fourth transformers yep transformers we got one more we do oh i mean until bumblebee comes out Bumblebee looks all right. Bumblebee looks good. I'm yeah. Pretty we'll jazzed about we'll that. No, I don't think jazz is in it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, uh, thank you guys for being here. Thank you for voting in the Patreon poll, which allowed us to watch Transformers Age of Extinction this week. Uh, the choices are going to start to dwindle because uh, we're, we're approaching the end. Please don't have us end with Pearl Harbor. You know what? I'm, I'm making an executive decision here. What? Uh, I am... Pearl Harbor has lost many, many polls. Pearl Harbor and the Benghazi movie, I think we're just going to set aside. 
I, I think we should set them aside. They're they're not going to be. Th- that's not what we do here. It's not. We don't want to do that. Also, by the time we do Pearl Harbor and it goes up on the main feed, it's going to be around that time, and that's going to feel awkward. I just I I think everyone will be fine if we just remove those two from the equation. Hmm. I I think that'll be okay. We've got such a backlog of shit I here. Don't. Hmm. I mean, I here's my problem. <laughs> We've made it this far. I am now disappointed in ourselves for not going all the way. I just I don't think they are of the same ilk as all of these other movies that we're watching. I, we're, we're not gonna the like the 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 humor stuff that we are trying to gauge is not gonna is, shouldn't be. I would hope not uh, going to be there. It's just those are two movies that just aren't. I don't want to sit here and talk about Benghazi. I don't want to sit here and talk about Pearl Harbor. But what if we get emails? (laughs) (laughs) Well. (laughs) Yep. We'll see if we do. (laughs) Um... But um <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, it, look in the in the next poll. Once you hear this, if you are like, no, you have to watch those movies, just let us know. But I think all this time, Pearl Harbor has not even been close to being picked. No, but uh, like I said, I want to. I want to personally. I either want to wrap up with. Bad Boys 2 or mm-hmm. Transformers 5. Mm-hmm. I just... Because, I mean, to me, either one works because one is easily the best Michael Bay movie yes. and the other one is... Not. Well, no, I just <laughs> mean... It, it's No, it, it's just the last of the thing he's done the most of. Right. And so I feel like either one is a fitting in to the whole Michael Bay watch thing. Mm-hmm. I just kind of wanted, like... If we sat and watched all his fucking music videos, the idea of sitting and watching... That was a good time, Either though. of the other two those things and believe me i've seen pearl harbor i have too fucking hated pearl harbor i didn't hate it but i did not like it i didn't like it at all um and i i'd still watch it again just for completion's sake is all we'll talk about it all right we'll we'll discuss it okay but i feel strongly okay (laughs) but we'll see i just i want to get to the we got so much stuff and we do i'm kind of tired of desert and dog tags and sweaty hot people (laughs) i'm just i We'll see. We'll we'll talk about it. All so right. anyway, anyway, thank you guys. Patreon.com slash BMF BMFcast is where you go to give us money and we give you podcasts. So do that. Uh, if you're already doing that, thank you very much. So until next week, I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this is BMFcast Extra out. Bye.